Hey guys, and welcome back to Cultured Boys, a show where two guys just want to have a chat. As always, I'm joined by Pepe, and this week, we're going to be talking about Dragon Ball Super Superhero, one of the dumbest names I've ever had to say. <laughs> Pepe, how are you? I'm good, mate. Everyone loves repetition, Nathan. That's what you want in a title for a movie. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I love saying basically the same word twice in like a second. Is it Dragon Ball Super Superhero, or is it Dragon Ball Super superhero that's the question <laughs> <laughs> now you see my new form this is my new form super super saiyan <laughs> there we go that's how the movie's gonna go good night everyone catch you later <laughs> um but yeah uh so a trailer just dropped three days ago at the time of this recording yes um it's i think slightly different from the one that came out a few months ago yeah um, cause it, it, I've seen most of the trailers and this one, I think has only got slightly differing footage. Yeah. But, uh, from what we can glean and I mean, you know, I, I say that as if, you know, we're being like special or something. It's a Gohan film mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Focusing mostly on Gohan, Piccolo and Pan, which is good. Cause mm-hmm. you know, I think the fandom is getting at least most of the fandom that probably care, getting a bit tired of it being the Goku show. 100 percent that's my that's my feelings in dragon ball super right now like even like like not like obviously vegeta has been like hard done by on multiple occasions but it is always it falls down to goku and vegeta yeah and i feel like it's like that's the one thing i this is the immediate thing i took from that trailer it's good to be focusing on gohan again and actually actually seeing him get better because <laughs> like he's he's had like he had that massive decline since the end of the cell saga and he's never been truly cool since he's built his way up a little bit like he did a bit in super like in the tournament of power arc but it's like uh, well i would say the coolest he's probably ever been was when he was ultimate gohan for just that tiny little bit before he got too cocky okay yeah and then got absorbed by boo like that was probably his peak peak yeah that yeah outside of my favorite form which is future gohan from the non-canon future trunks oh yeah but that's a different thing i think um it'd be good to see gohan return to form again this is what i'm hoping to see because this as soon as i saw this uh trailer and watched the whole thing it kind of reminded me of um the <laughs> agree again not canon movie the bojack movie <laughs> like where it was basically this, like this took place just after the cell saga i believe yeah um and uh like it was basically gohan like saves a day like against bojack basically space pirate bojack Bojack. i know exactly where you're gonna go for that i'll be on the same page there <laughs> yeah i think it's like it was good that movie was cool because i think like he did it was a gohan movie that one it was just gohan going into super saiyan 2 again and just beating the shit out of bojack and obviously it would be at that time because like gohan super saiyan 2 was was the big like well at the main character at that point he just gets to show off more of his power see uh it's funny you mentioned that movie and that part because i think the thing i remember the most was also that gohan wore a different outfit he was wearing goku's gi in super saiyan 2 form that was, was really cool yeah yeah which that. leads into this point that in the trailer it's great to see gohan in piccolo's outfit again yeah he's back on the train with piccolo again considering he's been training with piccolo for what i believe is a lot of the tournament of power anyway 
It was basically like if you really think about it, he's trained with Piccolo like his entire life. Yeah, exactly. Like, when, why did he actually wear Goku's gi when he ch- changed into the ultimate form? Was there a reason why he changed into it? Yes, it's because he was training on the world of the Kai's. Yeah, and when he came back to take on Boo after getting his power boost, yeah, he was wearing the Kai outfit. Yeah, and then he took. And his... then he asked Kibito to give him Goku's outfit instead because he thought that the Kai outfit looked lame. But then he likes being the great Saiyan, so his style was questionable. <laughs> I I tell you what, I do like Gohan and Goku's gi. I think it is cool, but it's good to see the like the return of the Piccolo gi. Well, like in the trailer, we get to see him go all the way back, like. Mm. Literally, it's a callback to Team Gohan mm-hmm. before the Cell game or at the Cell games because he's also got the cape shoulder pad thing as well. Like it's, I mean, like we, you know, everyone always complains like, oh, nostalgia this. Like they do, they're doing too much nostalgia stuff. But I'm like, that got me, man. That felt good. Yeah, that one, that one felt good. It does feel weird that he's wearing the glasses at the same time, though. <laughs> yeah, but he's he's a nerd. So I know he's, he's a nerd, but like I don't know, like <laughs> <laughs> this, like he didn't have the glasses when he was fighting the tournament about the power why has he got him on now but no like we've seen in this trailer as well that like obviously he goes super saiyan and like, what we can assume that he does go ultimate gohan hopefully we get to see that return but in the trailer as well it has said that there's going to be a new form is that correct yes um the fan theory is though that it's for piccolo because you know there's yeah, that one shot in the trailer yeah. where piccolo is like gohan watch me or look at me and then he powers up and you can't really tell what the difference is yeah there are some theories out there that Piccolo is the one who's getting some sort of boost. That'd be cool. Okay. Like, it'd be good to see. That's the thing as well. Piccolo has been a staple of Dragon Ball like ever since yeah. the original series. I mean, like outside of the Saiyans, he's the next strongest person. Yeah. What about the androids? Okay, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> out, of the, out of the Z fighters, the OG like Z fighters. Yeah, yeah. Piccolo yeah. was always the next one after Goku. It's true, yeah. And I think like he kind of like in the Tournament of Power, I feel like he kind of got hard done by as well. I mean, a lot of characters got really hard done in the Tournament of Power. Critters. that's its Critters own like take it out straight away <laughs> yeah, well yeah exactly like that's its all like a whole can of worms in itself mm. the tournament of power for dragon ball super uh was not people's favorite <laughs> i quite liked it to be i thought it was the best arc, like, arc in dragon ball super to be honest I, don't get me wrong i thought it was cool yeah but i can see why people complain because depending on what you like how you experienced it the mm. manga and anime were so different yeah certain things worked better in one than the other but we're not here for that no that's true but yeah i i, I liked I, I, i've always liked gohan as a character like in dragon ball z it did very much feel like um like there's always that thing weren't it where they, like some people said that gohan's the main character of z like just because obviously he has more character progression than goku does re- realistically uh, yeah i could see that but obviously like, like realistically, Goku is the main character. Like he's always yeah, been I the mean, main character. <laughs> it's the Goku show. Yeah, it is the Goku show. And like, uh, yeah, Gohan. Like you, you see his character develop a lot more in Z, and it's good to see, like, just see more Gohan with this. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised by that. I, th- I think the most annoying thing that hopefully this movie fixes is that whilst he isn't training, Gohan still should have been strong enough to be Earth's protector whilst Goku and Vegeta are doing off-world god stuff. Mm, yeah he should never have fallen to the point where i it never happened but let's say fucking he went to train or whatever do some sparring with anyone Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And any of them could beat him just because he's been like nosing a book the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Like he should never have fallen to that point. The fact that he didn't even like he like doubted whether he could actually turn Super Saiyan or not was just a travesty. That was just like uh. it's even worse that like in Resurrection F he can just barely hold Super Saiyan. Yeah, and that was you know that's supposed to be an important form, and he couldn't even beat like a grunt. No, it was... Even a named grunt, who's supposed to be weaker than probably Zarbon and Nidoriel were, or whatever, right? Mm. How is he still losing in Super Saiyan? It was, like, as I said, travesty. Like, that was like... It felt... I just felt like, God, what happened? What happened, man? <laughs> like, even, like, in, like, um, Battle of the Gods, I feel like he was still, like, stable enough to have, like, a decent fight. Uh... I guess that was before, like, I don't know. But, I don't know, like, granted, yeah, he wasn't, like, exactly throwing, like, mad punches. I like, wasn't on Vegeta <laughs> level or anything. But, like, he still, like, put up a decent-ish fight. I feel like in Resurrection F, it just feel like they'd done him dirty so bad. Yeah, and that's that's why this film being mainly focused on Gohan is a good thing, I think. Yeah. It will redeem, hopefully redeem the character mm-hmm. and also shine a light on other characters that aren't just Goku and Vegeta. Because they, they do appear in this trailer, but they don't seem to be on Earth anytime you see him no and there's also a quick shot of broly so Mm. they're bringing broly into it somehow i guess he's going to be training with goku and vegeta yeah probably on beerus's planet because like beerus and we also don't seem to be on earth yeah i feel like they're just gonna have their own sort of side story and it's gonna be like there'll be like quick references but i'm glad that it's not just goku over and over again yeah like it's like you said earlier like i'm just tired of seeing goku and vegeta be the ones that always save the day and yeah broly would be cool like at this point i don't want broly to get too overhyped this is my thing yeah it's cool that he's canon now and it's cool that he's like well possibly reoccurring a bit more but i don't want it to be broly in my face all the fucking time (laughs) this is the one thing that i had yeah i'm fine with goku vegeta Beerus, Whis, broly all being just a small b plot yes you know maybe you see a hint of them all helping broly control what he is Mm. and that's about as much as i want to see yeah i agree I 100% agree with that. That'd be cool. Or maybe like Broly's doing a little something else, right? You see, if you see some more progression for Broly, I'm kind of fine with that, but I only want short glimpses, like little teases and hints. I think from this, it looks like it's just going to be that. Hopefully, I feel like we're just going to see bits and bits and pieces, like little hints here and there. Maybe like, like an after credit scene or maybe some more like uh, story progression in that. Again, I'm glad it's focused on Gohan. I'm interested to see how the Red Ribbon Army fits into all this as well. Yeah. Because technically, this is, this is on another world, right? This isn't on Earth, clearly. No, this is, it is Earth, but it's a new Red Ribbon Army. Is it still Earth then? It looks like it's like a, on a completely different planet, like the way that all the buildings are built up and stuff. No, it's Earth, but it's a new Red Ribbon Army. And uh, apparently what happens is they revi- they create this new Red Ribbon Army and they get the next best scientist after Giro, which is that kid. Oh, okay. Fair. Like that much is known already. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it's still enough because they kidnap Pan. I don't know why they would kidnap Pan because she's just a toddler. Technically, it's like, it's Goku's granddaughter at the end of the day. Maybe there's like some sort. That's the thing with the Red Ridden Army. They've all, like, they've always had that, like, ag out for Goku. 
I mean, who doesn't have that ag out for Goku though? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, they've always hated, they've always hated Goku. So I can assume like maybe that's a plot. It's like, oh, we're going like I don't know, like kill Goku somehow, or like, like who the <laughs> fuck? Who in the right mind is gonna be like, we're gonna kill Goku? You're not gonna kill Goku. Even if you kill Goku, he's gonna be brought back with the Dragon Balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, like I don't know, it's targeting Goku. Maybe like, oh, it's Goku's granddaughter. We'll do that, and then something will happen is what I can assume uh, I could be completely wrong with my prediction but um, obviously you've got Gohan to deal with and like seeing him step up here yep it's cool looking forward to that and then there's these android things yes there's new new species of androids or new line of androids whatever I forget what their names are but they're like they. I'm just gonna call them one and two yeah I'll do that <laughs> <laughs> okay this is my thing here when we, everyone first saw this style of Dragon Ball movie I don't think everyone was on board with how it's looking you know what I mean yeah like the whole like sort of like 3D-ish kind of style you have to admit though in the new trailer they fixed it it looks fine it looks good even I think that's what I was gonna this is what I was uh, coming on to because like you see like that one shot of the android where obviously they're superheroes is what they frame themselves as and they're doing these poses and these moves and stuff yeah and the way the animation kind of plays into this a bit more like the 3d style actually kind of lends it a little bit like you know like it they have that comical background like the superhero background which is like bam like in the background yeah like the 3d actually really lends itself to that so like i'm interested to see this style of thing like i absolutely loved um, the Broly movies animation. I think that's been like the best like animation Dragon Ball's ever done. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think we can ever expect to see that again. No. Why though? Like, like, nothing wrong with this, this new style. Like I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes. But like that style, man, that was so good. I know it was so amazing, but. I... They don't want it. They want to progress in this 3D style because it's basically Dragon Ball is going to pioneer it mm-hmm. and then everything else is going to use it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, again, though, it, if you watch from the first trailer ever released to the latest one, it has been refined a lot mm. because the first one looked god awful. It looked like block colors and really bad and kind of like frame ratey. Yeah, <laughs> but this latest trailer, okay, the frame rate still seems a bit low because mm-hmm. it seems kind of off at times. But you have to admit, visually, it looks fine. It looks good. I've got no complaints. It does. Yeah, it holds up. It it holds up. If you if this like wasn't like a Dragon Ball thing, if this was any other movie, you'd be like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, I think it's obviously because people have high expectations for Dragon Ball movies at this point. Yeah, like following those last three that came out, like you've got to like think, okay, what is what is the next big step for Dragon Ball? And I'm I'm looking forward to. It. I'm open to a lot of this sort of stuff. Even when like the first 3D trailer came out, wasn't it just Goku doing some backflips and that? Something like that. It, like that was a teaser trailer when it was first announced that yeah. Dragon Ball Super Superhero was announced. It was just Goku doing some backflips and it wasn't even featuring Goku that's that's the funny thing about this they announced a trailer with Goku who's probably only going to be in the movie for realistically like 10 minutes max (laughs) (laughs) I mean this should be like really important film anyway because it's pushing the entire series forward mm-hmm. because the impossible happened and you can see it on posters but goten and trunks are aged up yes so you know the world is progressed but that also means that, like okay so obviously this is a story and um etc uh done by akira toriyama yeah so this is actually like his work that he's put in here so you know it's canon but at this point Obviously, we've got Dragon Ball Super on the side right now. And right now in the manga, they're going through... Uh, well, they've done the Moro arc. 
Yeah. And currently they're in the granola one. Yeah. So realistically, we've seen new forms for Goku and Vegeta in these arcs. Do you think we'll see those in this movie? Um, I think we might. And part of their training, we might see inklings of this. Yeah. Or they've already pre-discussed that this film takes place after any of that. Mm. So we, if we don't see it in this film, anything that continues after the film animation wise we'll probably have those new forms in it mm -hmm. but whilst the films are canon quote unquote yeah everything in dragon ball super is it's sort of up in the air what is canon because the manga is different to the anime that's what i'm thinking isn't it? that is and they hadn't synced it up quite yet yeah if the anime ever returns, I think it will be synced up. So then it's all sort of canon. But yeah, I, I mean, that word kind of loses all meaning anyway, doesn't it? Like, yeah, I don't like this is the one thing like what is canon in Dragon Ball these days? And that is unless it's like the only thing I know when it's canon is that it's when it's written by Akira Toriyama. Like even then, like I know um, I can't remember the guy who is behind Super right now. You would know. Oh, uh, Toyotaro. Toyotaro, that is exactly, yeah. Like, he's not writing the series, he's, he's just following Akira Toriyama's guidelines, right? Is that correct? Yeah, well, both were following guidelines, and I think Toriyama still gives guidelines, but Toyotaro is getting a little more freedom. Yeah. Um. So I believe the Moro and Granola arcs are more Toyotaro than... Than Toriyama, okay, fair. Mm. But I believe the movie is Toriyama. Yeah, movie's definitely Toriyama. So that'll definitely be canon regardless of what it is. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. That's the most confusing thing is that like the manga and the anime aren't quite canon. But like the only thing you can sort of count to be canon are like the movies. Yeah, because it's just officially announced that this is happening. So like this is... Uh... Which is like still confusing in itself. Because if you're a fan from back in the day, the move none of the movies were canon. And now, they <laughs> and now movies are... It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. You got like a new series of Dragon Ball. You got ma new manga come out, but none of it's canon. <laughs> well, <laughs> or potentially, we don't know like, exactly fine details. Well, like the overarching stories are canon, but the fine details weirdly aren't. Yeah. Because they're written by two different people. Yeah, regardless of that, like, I think it's very different. Well, non-canon from back in the day was very much like, oh, it's like Super Saiyan 5 which was completely faked <laughs> whereas non-canon now is still from a published a published like a published like manga or anime it's just we don't know if it's actually from the story or not <laughs> it, it's funny you mentioned super saiyan 5 because that was toyotaro back when he was known as toyball oh god yeah the freaking toyotaro was actually the person behind af <laughs> af existed I don't, okay fair yeah it's weird isn't yeah. it but yeah so all of that aside though it is interesting to think that this movie is pushing the entire franchise forward in time because like we said pan is grown up a little more grown up yeah goten and trunks are more grown up hopefully goten gains more of a personality but not the one from gt <laughs> that fucking gt goten is shit yeah i love that because um, at the end of z he wasn't even you know he was just sort was of lazy off, like he? yeah he was yeah he was just like a normal teenager which is fine mm. but then in gt he was like a playboy and you're like what why yeah <laughs> um yeah i guess because he just didn't have goku in his life for the majority of it really well it's because he wasn't trunks's sidekick anymore so they had to give him a had to give him a personality because he didn't have one 
um, like, is it confirmed that like we will have adult go tanks in this? There was one of the trailers where you see a failed fusion. Yeah. Like, I think you saw the super skinny version. So they haven't been practicing clearly as they grew up. Yeah. So it's, but it's assumed that they'll probably make a comeback with that then. Like, if it, they can't just have the failed fusion, not just have the real one in there. There's like, they I don't know, doesn't it take 30 minutes to come out of that failed fusion though? Uh, yes. And then you have to reach, you have to wait for like the cooldown period, which is another half hour. Yeah. So in, in battle, when that fails, then it is actually really detrimental, especially how fast paced. See, I reckon though that they're still just going to be the comic relief. Yeah. So like it's one and two are going to turn up these androids. Mm-hmm. Goten and Trunks are going to come in and be like, well, fuse, even though you should be f- powerful enough by yourself, but whatever. <laughs> they're going to fuse. They're going to fail. They're going to get yeah. beat up and then they're going to run with their tail between their legs and then we probably won't see them again. Yeah. Which I like in the prospect that I hate Gotenks as a character, but I also hate because I want to see more of Goten and Trunks. Yeah, as characters, individuals. As like teenagers yeah mm. hopefully i know like obviously that latest trailer like we see a lot of um piccolo and gohan in action but i do hope we do see some other characters get involved as well i was thinking that too you know like supporting cast you know maybe some more krillin maybe some tn yeah hell even let yamcha do something for all i care i know what is yamcha doing at this point is he still playing baseball <laughs> <laughs> i thought he retired from baseball i can't remember now because i remember the last thing you saw of yamcha is in uh, the tournament of power was he was just waiting around wasn't he yeah because Boo fell asleep and wouldn't wake up. And then he thought they were going to ask him and then they didn't because they bought Freezer instead. Yeah, because it was that whole gag in that episode. <laughs> and it's like, oh, they're definitely going to ask me. Oh my God, what do I do? And it was just like self-reflection and they just didn't ask him in the end anyway, which is uh, jokes. I mean, clearly he's ready to fight, I guess. But I don't know. Let's get some more of the Earthlings, you know? Like, let's let's get some more supporting cast in there. I do hope we see more of uh, Tien. Tien's always been one of my favorites uh, in Dragon Ball. So yeah, Caesar. I don't know if we'll see... Like, we haven't actually seen them at all in these trailers. So from what I can assume, it, like there probably won't be much of them. Because even when we had the Resurrection F trailer, you did see like Krillin yeah. and Roshi were actually in the fight, like from those trailers. Yeah, that's the worrying thing is we haven't really seen any supporting cast. No. Like not even 17 or 18, you know, like, yeah we haven't seen any of the stronger like other z fighters so it's probably safe to assume they're not going to be playing much of a a role in this yeah which is a shame because to flesh out the other characters as well you know give them some more to do that'd be nice i think it would be nice but i think it depends on how much love they want to give them because at the end of the day i feel this by the looks of it this story is going to be about piccolo and gohan yeah and by solely focusing on those characters i guess that gives them a lot more room for character development and kind of sick story at the same time rather than focusing on a lot of other side characters so it's a double-edged sword although i would love to see more side characters i guess like that's if the story is good with this this is assuming (laughs) that the character development in this movie is good for those for piccolo and gohan and the story is good yeah so if you're if you're focusing solely on those the villain characters and these two z fighters well i guess if you had to pick two out of the supporting cast Gohan and Piccolo are probably people's most favorite. Yeah. So it would make sense. And also, they've always got a link. And with Pan, it kind of sets up Gohan to have his own sort of like early Dragon Ball Z kind of stories where Goku was saving Gohan a lot, you know? Yeah. That's the thing, though. Do you think we'll see Pan in action as well then in this? 
I kind of hope so because she looks kind of like she did at the end of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. So she's probably started training just a little bit, just a tiny bit. I'd like to see a sequence of maybe Videl teaching her some stuff just to see Videl doing something as well. Yeah, that's true. Because, you know, all they, <laughs> once they get married into a, a Saiyan family, it seems like the women just don't exist anymore. They don't do anything unless you're Android 18. Yeah, even Bulma's just there, like just kind of just doing like the best she can as a support role but even then she's just like having a go at people and it's like it kind of feels like she's there to set up gags for vegeta when like married pretty gags. much either <laughs> that or saying. just to pay for everything when yeah. Hercule oh, isn't yeah. there to pay for things <laughs> yeah or to like was it's like oh we need Whis at this place Whis, here's his dessert come down and like, <laughs> yeah oh, pretty okay. much <laughs> i do like that uh Bulma is quite a cool character though to be fair she's still like yeah. she does she does have, have some moments a lot of those characters like all the female characters are cool and were cool again until they got married into these families and then yeah. sort of Toriyama sort of didn't know what to do with them so then they just became the wife yeah but yeah as you said yeah Videl would be cool to see again again yeah like if we're focusing on Gohan and his little family unit right I think Videl should have some scenes where she's also doing some training yeah because if Pan's a little bit grown up now doesn't mean she can't you know she can train Pan in like the fundamentals of normal martial arts and then Piccolo can teach her key and then Gohan can try and learn as well because he's got to refresh himself again for the hundredth time I, if I'm incorrectly but Videl knew how to use key as well didn't she yeah Gohan taught her the basics but yeah. she didn't get past flying or a simple key blast yeah because like it was quite difficult yeah I don't know. well that's the thing even though if those basic skills you can still like teach pan a little bit like probably gohan's probably gonna be that one that's like oh you must study that sort of thing yeah but like he takes on his mum's role a little bit but like videl i can kind of see like i can see her like being with pan like training up a little bit well that's what i'm saying like you could have nice sequences where like the whole family are training you know like piccolo's giving them all pointers or whatever you know he's being a, a sensei to all of them i mean realistically piccolo is piccolo is part of that family like if if you were to think piccolo to any family group it's gonna be gohan's one like because obviously like there's a one point where piccolo was babysitting pan yeah because he basically like doesn't have his own place besides live like hanging out on the lookout so he just lives at gohan's place i think yeah or sits there and floats and meditates whilst everybody else like does stuff yeah that's fair i'm thinking about the meditation thing does it actually do much for him at this point i don't know i think it's just something he does now i don't think it has any actual benefit anymore it just is like oh well that's what piccolo does right is just meditate he meditates. <laughs> so like, yeah i guess uh, no, they've all have their hobbies or whatever piccolo's just meditating like Gohan reads, Goku trains, Vegeta trains, <laughs> Tien tra trains. <laughs> oh no, we've we've lost already. Krillin does police work now, so there we go. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, as I said, like it's like you said earlier, out of all the Z fighters that could get more character progression, I'm glad it's these two. I, I also thought it was interesting, like small details, like um, you know that same shot we talked about earlier where Piccolo powers up. Yes. He also has like the original coloration because, you know, normally in the animation we see him, he's green and he's got the pink like muscle fibers. Yeah, he has the... And it's like yellow, yellow now. Yeah. So it's like closer to original coloring or like is the original coloring or whatever. I don't know if that's permanent and that would be like 
to differentiate his transformation or if that's just how he'll look from now on. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a style choice for the movie, though. True. Could be that. Because I know, like, um, what was it when you look at certain Dragon Ball games as well, like, Pico just does have that that color variation. Yeah. So I think it might, it could just be a style choice. Like, obviously, this with this movie as well, when you look at the color scheme of it, like, it's not, like, bright, bright colors. No. It has, like, sort of, like, a grayish filter over it. And, like, having, like, it's a really minor thing, but having... Piccolo with, green, uh, with uh, pink like muscle fibers. Maybe it just didn't work as well in terms of design. Maybe. It, it could just be a small thing like that. That's a, that is actually a good point. Hmm. Food for thought. Who knows? I, I mean, I'm <laughs> pretty sure like as the, when this movie comes out and as it releases, more info will come out as well. And there might just be these small facts that do come out. We'd hope so anyway, but we'll see. But yeah, uh, so this movie comes out in June, doesn't it? June 11th. Yes, it got a new release date after it was delayed yes but yeah it gives us a bit of time i'm I'm gonna be here on that well actually no like it comes out in japan on june 11th yeah that's just a japanese release we don't have anything on a worldwide translated release yet yeah i don't think they've done the dub yet or they're probably working on it but there is one thing i wanted to ask you yeah you know in the latest trailer there's that shot of like a big mechanical ball that looked reminiscent of boo's egg yeah what did you think that was (sighs) See, my initial thoughts is that it's like a generator. Realistically, it's Red Ribbon Army and they have androids about. But I do think that the androids that they've shown off aren't necessarily the strongest villains that are in this. Uh-huh. I feel like they could be a villain that we haven't seen yet or they might be a final form. It's interesting you say that. I've seen that theory as well. Yeah. And people reckon that these androids are some sort of weird super facsimile for cell whoa okay and they reckon that they might fuse and become like almost like a super 13 cell kind of thing okay yeah or that uh well that was the main theory but now that you said it maybe there's a third one yeah but then that really would be too much like super 13 i don't yeah i don't know if they're i i wouldn't put it past them at this point i wouldn't say like nothing against dragon ball at all but like the story in terms of these movies hasn't ever been revolutionary (laughs) true plus all those things were non-canon so you could recycle the idea exactly yeah it's not it's not out of the uh ordinary to do that but my initial thought when i saw it was it just looks like something's gone wrong with a bomb and it like obviously regardless of how strong pad is like a bomb of that size which probably could kill a lot of people probably would put pan in danger oh yeah um and we and we see like i mean she's a kid yeah exactly there's only so much you could have learned and uh, realistically it is created by like mad scientists and like dictatory people from the red ribbon army so i don't know anything could go down here I'm curious how it will go. I'm I'm curious about the runtime as well for this. We don't know anything about that either, do we? Yeah. I do hope that it's a longer one. I I know I realize with a lot of anime movies these days, they have gone to run for about like an hour and a half. So what do you reckon, like two hours ish, like a standard film? I'd love I'd love for it to be two hours long and actually make a full fleshed out film. But like I don't know we've seen stuff like um, Mugen Train and Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, where they have this sh- these shorter run times, which aren't bad to be fair. It still tells a story within that but i think a longer runtime for this film is either going to be really good for it because you can get get more action at the end of the day or it could be detrimental have it dragged out and not have like an amazing story so i think the only thing holding back a longer runtime is the fact that they're doing this new 3d 
So I think it'd just be too costly. I can see that. That's yeah. why I I see it only being like an hour and a half at max. I think so as well. Yeah, I'm not too fussed about that to be and like to be fast. I I didn't expect it to ever be two hours. Yeah, it would be a really cool thing to see if it go for two hours. But I don't know. I'll, I'll be happy to see what. I'm just gonna be happy to see a Dragon Ball movie to, at the end of the day. I think you'll be the same. <laughs> Even though like we may have our like doubts about certain things, but. At the end of the day, we're Dragon Ball fans. <laughs> yeah, I'm only like, I always say Dragon Ball is my favorite series. So, yeah, I'm happy for anything Dragon Ball almost. Yeah. You know, so. I wanted to talk to you about something actually, because I know we've had this in sure. prior conversations, but your opinion on anime movies isn't the best. Like, not a bad opinion, but like, <laughs> uh, like you, you don't. We have talked about it on episode, like on recording before. You can hear yeah. my thoughts on that in a previous episode, but I will reiterate I don't like this theme of anime movies coming out mm -hmm. whether they're original stories or they're just part of the story and then you have to go and see it i don't like that this is a thing mm -hmm. that they've seen it make loads of money so they just do a film now mm -hmm. it kind of annoys me because i don't want to always have to go out and watch a fucking film so that i know what the next thing is so my question with that is that um obviously this is gonna be a theatrical release eventually it's gonna be that yeah that vibe. like will you pay to see it in cinemas unfortunately yes yeah <laughs> because let's face it it's still that thing of even though i don't like it and i don't really want to give my money to it yeah if i don't then these projects don't happen again and then dragon ball could disappear again yeah but also amongst my group of friends if I don't see it, then I could run into spoilers everywhere. I think it's especially on the internet as well, yeah. Yeah, like the way my internet consumption is set up, if I don't see it, I'm definitely going to see spoilers from somewhere. So it's probably best I just go and watch it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's... It, I mean, I know you don't need to prove it too much, but I, I'll definitely be able to... I'll, I'll definitely uh, go and see it. Um, I remember seeing the Broly movie because at the time uh, I was in a different part of the country to you guys. Yeah. And um, did you see it with our mates or did you go but see it by Yourself. no I, I went and saw it with someone else yeah like i actually took myself out to the cinema by myself to go see it because like, none of my friends up here around my area actually do like anime <laughs> so um <laughs> like I, with jujitsu kaisen zero i went and saw that by myself I know it's always a good thing to go to cinema by yourself at some point as well. It's nice like treat yourself like a little day out. Fair, but um, depending on when this comes out, I probably will just end up going by myself as well, unless like <laughs> organize a viewing party. <laughs> it depends on when it comes out. Yeah, and how? Because that's the other issue I have with like anime movies is whilst it's a big thing and they know it makes money, even overseas at least here in the uk it's always like it's a two-day thing yeah they really do like <laughs> limit and it's like okay i still would be annoyed if it was only a week long but at least that gives me seven days i think well the thing is with um mugen train and uh just kaisen zero um they have actually extended these releases to like about two weeks about two weeks three weeks okay see like that's fine that's a it's still not the standard runtime for like a normal movie yeah in a cinema but at least that gives me more time yeah like uh what was it i think it was the my hero movie one of them that came out here in the uk i couldn't go and watch yeah. it with you because it fell on two days that were just impossible for me to go of course yeah because that that was literally like that was a two-day thing that was back in 2018 weren't it yeah like i th i believe i had work 
both yeah. days like there was just no way i could make it because the times for all of us like i would have been on shift at time you know like yeah. i definitely couldn't make it and that's why it's like that's just another thing that adds to at least specifically here where we're from like that adds to my disdain of anime movies in the cinema it's really interesting that you know because obviously with my hero and the dragon ball movies they were limited days weren't they yeah i remember resurrection f was only available for like about three days maximum yeah and it was in certain cinemas you couldn't just go down to any cinema and watch it realistically they wouldn't be able to afford that it was like the thing is with those films they were very limited but with it's maybe it's a lockdown thing i don't know but like with um uh, mugen train and zero like those two films like had a very they had quite a long release compared to other ones and i'm wondering Bro- the broly movie was around for a while as well i think that also had like um two weeks or something was it okay i wasn't sure though. yeah because i watched it close to the end i remember it having quite a while though because i i remember freaking out but i still had time to watch it yeah i'll go i'll still go and watch this yeah because i'm a dragon ball fan and despite what i think i'll still pay Mm -hmm. which kind of doesn't help my situation but it is what it is (laughs) i'm all happy paid to see this i'm I'm curious to see where the story goes and i'm curious what it leads to after this as well because i don't know brody movie kind of didn't really link into much like ozzy resurrection f and super and battle of the gods they came out at a point where it was a big deal that new dragon ball content was coming out yeah they basically like revitalized the franchise yeah then super came out as the anime tv series and then the Brody movie came out as its own standalone thing yeah but this is the second time dragon ball super has come out with its own standalone movie do you think we'll see more of these movies or do you think we will see this the series come back what i would like to see is that the money from this funds a new anime where we mm-hmm. see an animated version of moro and granola but unfortunately for me it's probably just gonna fund another movie mm. really when was Brody out 2019 start of 2019 i think wasn't it uh yeah i think we just come back from japan and it felt like it was coming out soon after that was it or was it before then i think it was in the winter i think it was before you know uh, yeah i think it was before actually yeah you're right i think it's 2019 like january 2019 i feel yeah but uh, anyway i think that for the industry right now movies are too lucrative like there's just too much money to be made yeah so it's gonna be a thing for a long time until it basically like plateaus and dwindles out i don't see them stopping it right now because like anime fans are just there's probably more anime fans now than there were like 10 years ago yeah it's a lot more accessible that's why i mean exactly you gotta praise like uh companies like funimation like crunchroll etc for actually getting these localized things like to our doorstep basically like on our screens yeah like these streaming services you would never have seen these kind of things like 10 years ago like even like 15 years ago like you would never have seen this kind of stuff and it's great to see that it's great to see but again in itself it's just sort of annoying you know like i want to be able to experience it everything in one cohesive thing i'm not so much into like massive franchises that are super multimedia things that i'm like for example whilst i love marvel it is kind of annoying that i have to watch movies tv shows yeah and like unless if they start spreading into further things and i'm like i don't have enough time to keep up with everything yeah so it's like that's what my problem is with these sort of like multimedia franchises is like it's great but i feel like for me i'd prefer it if they weren't all fucking linked yeah never know you could see a manga version of super superhero yeah we could like maybe that'll be the next one after granola who knows possible yeah or the one after that i don't know but either way the only good thing that comes out of this is that dragon ball continues to live 
and we get more Dragon Ball stuff and Super gets to continue as it is. Because, mm. like, you know, Dragon Ball for Shueisha is, like, a really big thing right now. Of course, yeah. I mean, it's, like, their biggest, arguably the biggest series in, like, manga and anime history, so... Well, yeah, because, again, like, I've said it before, and we've mentioned it before, but Dragon Ball is the only franchise in the history of manga to ever get its own specific department to keep it going yeah <laughs> in every form like at shueisha there's the dragon floor like and that's solely those employees are just there to try and keep dragon ball going yeah in the public eye all sorts of merchandising rights and all that kind of crap no other franchise has ever done that yeah so like you know a lot of not just dragon ball's own success but like a lot of shueisha's success probably hinges on dragon ball success mm yeah i can see that it's it's interesting how dragon ball has still got on like whereas you see like series like naruto for example is still big don't get me wrong but like over the years it's kind of dwindled a little bit and it is though yeah it's still iconic and people still value naruto massively i feel like dragon ball still puts out a lot of stuff yeah um in comparison obviously one piece is there just literally <laughs> pumping out every fucking thing that it can <laughs> but those big free series they do stuff in their own little way and i appreciate all of them and what shreisha does for them so <laughs> uh anything else that you gotta say i don't know really um nah there's probably like minor details but like i'm not that i don't i don't think they'll play too big into what this film is gonna be mm-hmm well, okay, hold on. Well, uh, like, give me one example of the uh, minor details, quick then. Uh, well, like a minor detail being like, uh, for example, the theory being that this scientist was tricked by the new Red Ribbon Army. That's why one and two were created to fight the Dragon Team is because he was led to believe that the Dragon Team are the bad guys. Yeah, I can see that. But like, okay, whilst I, it doesn't really prove my point that it won't play too big into the film because that's like could be a big plot. Mm-hmm. It really i mean what i meant was like things that are gonna last in the world beyond this film mm-hmm. and like that's just a movie plot i don't think it'll play that big into like dragon ball or like you know um piccolo wearing the uniform to infiltrate the red ribbon army I, yeah it's just another like story plot for the film it's yeah small cutaways in that but um yeah like there's nothing i can think of really anymore so that's fair i mean at the end of the day it's all going to be speculation until we find out what exactly goes on in this movie and technically we only have hopefully for us a few more months to wait yeah um maybe like i don't know maybe it comes out late this year uh who knows hopefully hopefully sooner rather than later for the uk audience and the whole world we can only hope (laughs) um does make you think that if like since terry got hacked do you think it delayed obviously delayed the normal release for japan but do you think it's uh put any breaks on western releases or do you think it's like do you think it's all sorted now at this point i don't know it's hard to say but i can't imagine it would play too much into it yeah because like we don't even know if they started production on a dub I feel like, yeah maybe they did but like you know considering the film was only supposed to have been out like this week in japan yeah before the delay i can't imagine the dub was like too far ahead no i don't think it could have they they would have had the um original scenes to go off of anyway so yeah it's probably in like if latest pre-production i reckon yeah like i can't i can't imagine it really delayed the dub by much yeah just like it didn't super delay the like japanese release 
I mean, I guess it did because it's like a couple of months, but... Yeah. Okay, one last question for you then, Nathan. Okay. In the cinemas, there's always a subversion, a dub version. Which one will you will you be wanting to see? If I can help it, the dub. But that is personal preference, despite what I said in our previous episode, because I'm just more used to the English voice cast. Mm-hmm. But I'm not adverse to also watching the sub because that's actually how I watched the Broly movie. There was only the sub left. Yeah, same here. So I, I watched that. And I, again, by that point, I'd watch Super in Japanese for the entire run. So it wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm not bothered, really. I'll watch either. I, I'm the same, to be fair. Whatever access I have to it. But I probably won't watch both. <laughs> Let's put that way. I'm a Dragon Ball fan, but I probably won't watch. go pay twice to see a dub version or sub version. No, I mean, I'll probably do what I did with the Broly movie whatever one i watched at the cinema i'll buy the blu-ray when it comes out and watch it in the other one yeah i'll probably like end up doing the same but um yeah if that's all you got to say nate you got all you got to say is there anything else <laughs> i love these these ways you try to transition it always sounds so weirdly aggressive i don't i don't mean is it's got you got anything else you got, you got anything, anything else, to, anything say? else to say for yourself mate <laughs> what want to add anything yeah i know that doesn't i, 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 I don't sure if you had any other points but um if you don't man well i guess we'll just have to end it there shall we <laughs> right guys <laughs> remember podcast <laughs> platforms go fucking click on them they're there right fuck off catch you later bye bye i'm sorry for pepe <laughs>